everybody's gone. Look, honey, this summer is going to be great. You're going to make friends. There's nothing to worry about. Welcome to the Rim of the World Adventure Camp. Alex, I am your leader, Logan. I love you. Um. And Dan, where are you going? I don't think we should wander this far. Maybe we should head back? Follow me. What was that? I've never seen anything like them. It's Independence Day. It's June, Gabriel! Welcome to the Nomcast, the Netflix original movie podcast. I am your host, Andrew Morgan. You can follow the show at Nomcast Pod on Twitter and Instagram, or you can follow me at Jokes on Drew. This week, we'd rather be camping than reviewing the teen sci-fi adventure film Rim of the World, which centers around four teenagers who join together to save the world when an alien invasion interrupts their summer at the Rim of the World adventure camp. The movie stars Jack Gore from Billions as the lead Alex, Maya Cech from The Darkest Minds, star of multiple Nickelodeon shows Benjamin Flores Jr., and newcomer Alicio Scalzato as Gabriel. The rest of the cast is rounded out by Andrew Batchelor from multiple Netflix movies such as The Babysitter and To All the Boys I've Loved Before, Annabeth Gish of Mystic Pizza and The X-Files, and Tony Cavallero who played Ozzy Osbourne in the Motley Crue biopic The Dirt. The movie is directed by veteran director of music videos and feature films, McGee, who is most known for the Charlie's Angels films, Terminator Salvation, and his Netflix horror comedy, The Babysitter. To help me review this one, I enlisted the finest McGeniuses of movie history, Michael Field and Mike Butler of the Forgotten Cinema Podcast. Nomcast fans will remember Mike Field from our first episode, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, as well as our review of Ben Affleck's Triple Frontier. Hope you guys enjoy the episode. Please rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks so much. Give a listen. So I really like this movie. I just want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> then I got you some notes I want to talk. I want to throw your way. <laughs> if it's how you think Gabriel's gay, I think so too. <laughs> you know who he looks like? Uh, DiCaprio. No, okay. well, I I can kind of see that, but if he was mixed with, you ever seen Empire Records? Yes, the obviously the lead <laughs> the lead uh, guy in that, uh, or like the the more the from CSI Miami. Is that guy is he the lead guy? Who the fuck no, you're thinking of the more brooding guy who gets in trouble all the time in Empire Records. Did I? I'm see talking Empire about Records? the guy who's into Liv Tyler in that one. Yeah, who was that? I forget his name. Not. <laughs> I don't have. It was this kid from this movie, obviously. Obviously. He went back in time. Because that's the one thing this movie needed, was time travel to make it even more confusing Uh, and awful. Listen, I feel like I owe everyone an apology. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I was going to lead up top with that. I was going to be like, all right, listeners of my podcast, I want to tell you right now, here's a list of the movies that I offered Mike Field. (laughs) And then here's what you're going to get is going to be a pure hour plus of just shitting on this movie, I would assume. I, I, I don't know if you were at the the screening that we did at um, at the Fourplex. Remember the best screening that we ever had? I don't know if you were at that was the Babysitter's Club. Do you remember? No, I wasn't there for that. No. That, that movie is not good. No, <laughs> right. That movie had the most unintentional like sexual innuendo. Right. Maybe we were just because we were like childish. Yeah, yeah. It was the best... Uh, the best screening I've ever been to. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like uh, the bad ones are probably the most. So I remember uh, getting pretty drunk and going to the boat trip screening. Oh, uh, that was Did an awful that? movie. I No, I had no way. I, Very no, homo- like no. the most homophobic movie ever made. Because that's the whole premise is like, oh, no, we're on a gay boat. You know, it's like, okay. Well, that's like <laughs> so just wait like, until it docks, you idiot. Like that movie with Matthew Perry, and uh, when they think he's he pretends he's gay because mm. he's with uh, Nev Campbell, but she's with another guy, but he likes her, but she thinks he's gay. Okay. And, all, and then all his friends find out, and they're all like, "Not they won't sit on the couch with him." Like, Whoa, like, yeah, Whoa, guys. Relax. Yeah. 
it, but it, this movie is right on par with some of that stuff to where it's like the first thing I wrote, I think, was just all the really racist quotes. I think I had all that. <laughs> like, trip. I was like, what? No, no, no. No, oh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> no for Rim of the World. Like, I, which, by the way, why, why is that the name of the movie? Like, the camp means nothing. At the end of the day, the camp means nothing means anything. To be honest, but at least I, I, you know the camp in particular there's like a huge, means nothing. There's like a like there's like a huge box of awfulness that I need to open. Yes, I feel really like I, please. I don't. I'm ready know. to chime around. It's like they basically. What is the pitch for this movie? It's Attack the Block, but written by 13 year olds first draft. Well, I I went on I went online because I was I I was watching it right, and I told I told Mike I told uh, Butler here that. Like there was my son had bronchitis, right? And so I was like, I was welcoming the coughing fit. So I was yeah. like, oh, I better pause this. Yeah, exactly. Everything all right, yeah. buddy? No, yeah. Don't worry, I got nothing going on downstairs. <laughs> it's okay. Nothing about bad obligations that makes you the best parent in the world. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so I'm watching it, and I remember because I remember reading that because when we first talked about it, I looked yeah. it up and and I did a quick Google search, and I saw there was like links, and it was like the sci where sci-fi is headed. Like it was like. Oh, like I a, saw those. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, what? So yeah. as I'm watching it, I start going into, I start reading the articles and it was right. all like propaganda. It was all like, so I go onto, the, I go onto the Wired article and it's right. like the future of sci-fi movies and it's comparing it to Goonies and Back to the Future and Stand oh, By Me. Oh, good Lord, yeah. The 80s movies. And I'm like, are, are we remembering the same movies? Right. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, I, I, I know you didn't like it, Butler. So why don't you tell me why you didn't like it? <laughs> why I didn't like it? Well, first of all, my question would be, and I have it like my note here is like eight times it's the same note. Who is this movie for? And I just add more I, question marks. I say it almost movie. every week. I feel like almost every time that Mike and I have done. No, that's that's actually probably not true. We did two pretty decent movies. I think we because did. Buster Scruggs is a good movie yeah. and The Triple Frontier is a flawed but okay movie. And I think we both talked about how like Buster Scruggs, we kind of like appreciated a little bit more. Like yeah, on repeat viewings right? for sure. But that's. But this is not yeah. that podcast because no, no, no. they're talking about because when you read about it, they're talking like when you talk because Mick G is the one who directed this. Yes. And Zach Stentz is the one who wrote this, who wrote Thor. And you know how I love Thor, Mike. He also wrote Agent but Cody also, Banks. Uh, well, yeah. but he wrote X-Men First yeah. Class, which is one of my favorite comic book That's movies. That's a good one. Yeah. He, do you know he's also writing the Big Trouble in Little China remake? Yeah, fuck him. Well, <laughs> is, but I. I heard last that it wasn't a remake, that it's a sequel now. They shouldn't even bother. I know, they, they really shouldn't. Yeah. So, no, so, okay, so they were talking about how they wanted to, they, this was like, gonna be like the movie, like, for their, the 80s movies that they remember. Yeah. And, like, I'm sorry, but, like, and I'm not a prude, because I don't mind, sure. I don't mind, you know, any of the humor. I, right. I, I was making rim job jokes before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, immediately in the text messages <laughs> before you watch the movie. Yeah. But, like, there's stuff in here, and it's just like, I'm, this is not like there's kids can say shit and kids can say whatever and they dude the counselors are the worst right. and like, I'm like the, how do you have this job right. like he says he here's one of the the most egregious things and again there are probably more so don't jump on me too far yet but like the van sequence where they're like getting in the van to go to the place the canoe like yeah. basically. The the moments between when they're getting on the van, going to the canoe, and then immediately realizing how close they actually are from camp, and that the camp is on a lakeside that they probably didn't need to drive anywhere to a fucking canoe <laughs> site. <laughs> so like that sequence just drives me absolutely crazy because they basically did that whole sequence just to get a a Rosa Parks joke and b yeah. a joke about a counselor who has a suspended license yeah. and doesn't explain why. Yeah. So it's like, do you just what are you doing with these people? Well, it, <laughs> which is outrageous. Right. Again, I think it always goes because I ask that same question, Michael. It's like you know, the same thing. Like, well, yeah. Who's this for? It's not for kids. Yeah. It's not and. We when you posted this on Facebook that we were gonna, yeah, we were gonna yeah, watch yeah. some I don't know who it was, but some dude was like listening to things that I'm like, Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I heard yeah, it from multiple people yeah. where it was like, I have kids, I thought this would be cool to watch with my kids. It's T V fourteen. That's the but other like, thing, yeah. It's like, but the kids I don't even do you have a problem pinpointing how old these kids are a little bit? Well, they're supposed to be middle school kids. They've got to they've got to be middle school okay, kids. Okay, then why are they like at the 
prom at the end, which that yeah. don't even get me started. That whole after is it's not after credits, right? It's like right before oh, I, the credits. It's right sequence. before the credits. Yeah. It's yeah. A montage. So they do this montage of how like they're the people who saved the world, so they get to like meet the president and you know do the whole you know tour. They're on James Corden, and I'm like, okay. How many people died from this alien attack? They're like every major metro. They, they're driving around like it's the end of the world. Nobody's alive, and then they go into the pro like that end credit sequence or whatever where they're doing all this stuff. I'm like, oh, so James Gordon apparently survived. You're in a stadium fucking full of people yeah. that you're you're playing rock or I don't know you're in a band or you're something yeah. like it was some big thing oh I'm like, yeah like that yeah they were like it was no they were doing they were supposed, that was supposed to be like Live Aid I think that was supposed to be like they were okay like, well still how many people are still left alive yeah, what I, happened like, again like is it a kids movie or not and it's I know not. And, and it is and I don't no. wanna, I don't like I don't want to like dive i don't want to go too deep into like the the idea of this movie because right. i don't think anybody else did when they made it no like I, that's what i was saying it's like a 13 year old's first draft it's like ooh, isn't it cool to swear Ooh, i'm gonna like he's talking uh, about getting jizzed on by this yes uh, by this alien oh well it was part of that sequence that i was talking about with the van thing it's like they immediately they're like talking about just shitting in a canoe shitting in a van oh wait let me make a motorboating the counselor joke and oh her being like God. i'm flattered i'm like what this whole thing, I don't understand. Like, it's it's vaguely and sometimes overtly racist. It's there's a lot it, of racial it, jokes too. There's tons some, of racial and, and jokes. Like, and like, listen, that's fine. Yeah. But it doesn't fit. It just doesn't no. fit. And I'll tell you, like, for you were saying, like, eighties camp. I did have the thought too. I'm like, oh, am I being too prudish about this? Because I'm like, oh, well, look at like something like Meatballs or something Porky or like those or type like, of what, movies that have. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's like they're at least but older actors playing like these things, the so it's a little of humor that those councils are having when they're in the van. Like that's that type of humor. I guess, so but then make that type of movie. It's not nuanced and it's not no, I, funny well, either. I'm, so I'm, I'm not like, giving them that credit. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's. I got you, but like I don't. Uh, because it's this is I don't know like you said I don't know who this movie is for I don't know what the aim is like what what's the end game with this and and I think the worst thing well the racism and those <laughs> things are probably the worst thing but like the okay. the thing at least storytelling wise that is the thing that there, there's never a character that like is introduced like there's no forethought there's no foreshadowing there's no nothing there's literally one thing that they try to pull off at the very end obviously this is a spoiler thing for for mike uh, who mr butler who hasn't been on this podcast before we spoil the shit out of it so yeah butler you're talking to a three-timer right now yeah Ooh, exactly oh, yeah oh mike look i got your certificate in the yes. yeah <laughs> but it's at the very end when they want to make the point that uh the lead i guess alex uh you know <laughs> it gets caught in the fire and you know he kind of has flashbacks about how his dad died right. in a fire because he Trying was too to reluctant that. right yeah. and i was like you know what would have made that great if they showed that in the very beginning instead of like they they did like these hints of it where it was like oh he sees a fire truck he's like ah and it like has this flash yeah. of like his dad trying to be like hey come on you know th so it's never like you see that his dad died and that it wasn't that overt. But wouldn't you think if like they showed the full sequence of that in the beginning and then like you don't need that that memory thing. Like they basically did it in reverse. Yeah. I figure it would have been more of an emotional impact if they did it. And that was the only thing that they tried to set up in this entire movie. Well, I don't know about you, but I don't know if you guys because that that part, like that his backstory. Yeah. Like, there's glimpses of like Okay, that that's that's interesting. Yeah, but it's completely washed away. Like I'm not gonna yeah. say like this entire movie like didn't have good beginnings. That whole sure. thing with the fire, the whole fire is reminiscent of another Netflix movie with Kurt Russell as Santa Claus. <laughs> Everything in this movie is another movie. Which, Everything. Which the guy who is the lead, the kid who's the lead in the Babysitter, which is another McGee movie, yeah. is the the kid from Christmas Chronicles as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So it's all incestuous, and Netflix <laughs> likes, to, likes to do that a lot. Uh, so you're going to pick that up uh, the more you're on this podcast, at least. And, and especially, like, even um, I noticed the guy who plays Logan, the the counselor who you see in the very beginning who kind of gives him the tour oh, like they, and everything. That's the other thing. They all know who he is. Yeah, it, it, yeah, trust me. I, everything I, with that I, cam I, I makes wanna, yeah. zero Again, sense. I don't want to. I don't want to dive deep because I don't think anyone else did. I don't, I, <laughs> when, when putting this together. Yeah, 
I'm going to, I think we should get more into the camp because it's, it's outrageous. And I think <laughs> there's so much to work with, but the, uh, what I was saying was the, that Logan guy is also in the babysitter and he's way better in the babysitter. Oh, the- than he is in this I movie. Agree. Like the babysitter, it's a similar tone, but he's just got better much. lines. This isn't saying yeah. much, but the babysitter no. is a better movie. Than it is a better that movie. That is not saying much because I have. I did use it as issues. a cleanser after this. Like I, I, I set myself up in a poor way to be like, yeah, let me double dip McG movies because <laughs> if I did that with anything else, I, I you know, especially by now, because he's been doing movies since what, what was Charlie's Angels two thousand? Yeah. Something like that. So early, early two thousand. Did both of those? Did you, Did you see the trailer for the new one? No, we did. Is he Is no, he doing no, that too or no? No, doesn't matter. It's still terrible. It looks <laughs> bad. It looks bad. But yeah, no, same trio no, or reboot. Kristen Johnson is one of them, right? It's not necessarily a reboot. Um, Elizabeth Banks says it's more of just a she, reimagining. Like she directed. Ne- it. Yeah. Okay. It's not necessarily a a sequel. Right. But they're not going to say it's not a sequel. Right. Listen, one bad movie at yeah. a, a time here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but no, because, uh, uh, you know, obviously McGee has a very odd checker pass. I can't I, pin him down. I mean, he, there's even stories about him being a like a, just a bad guy, like a hothead on set, yeah. too. Like, there's a story about, uh, I think, Bill Murray knocked him out. On, on the set of one of the Charlie's Angels movies. I and I it. guess that wasn't like the first time. And he kind of like in an interview was like, yeah, that happened. And kind of sure he's like, that's what happens when you care about a movie. I'm like, no, you're just an asshole. <laughs> like, I, like I, I've seen stuff like uh, the Lily Tomlin uh, oh, thing. Yeah. Like, David Russell? Yeah. 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 I'm like, he's that? a notorious yeah. Hothead and crazy person, and no one's knocked him out. You must be a certain level. Well, no, that's George, not true. George, George Clooney, yeah, Clooney knocked, he him, knocked him out. Uh, yeah, Three uh, Kings. Three he kings. was uh, oh, yelling no at either an extra or uh, just a set designer. Punched him. And Clooney said, "That's enough. You can't treat people like this." And like right. a big fight, and Clooney decked him. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Wow. And that and like Huckabee's is after that. <laughs> yeah, I know. So it's know. crazy. Yeah, um, learn absolutely nothing. Well, McGee's <laughs> the, he was on Terminator Salvation when they had that Christian Bale thing. Yeah, yeah. He blew up and. The phone thing in the hotel room? No, 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 no. When when Christian Bale blows up because the cinematographer is is moving. Oh, right yeah, yeah, yeah. That's online too. And right? The one thing that I remember from that is Bale is upset because they're the he's not a. It's not him that he's it's emoting. It's the kids, the the person in the scene with him. Right. And he's mad. It's like, why are you moving around? We're acting here, and he's yelling at him. And he and I remember in the clip he he says something to McGee, and McGee's right. like, uh, I wasn't paying attention. What was going on? Like you're directing. Wow. <laughs> Wow! Like I always remembered that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Because I I don't don't see up until these last two movies where it seems like maybe he has a certain tone or motive of what he's doing. Like you were saying, he's doing the '80s throwback thing, which the babysitter I think actually hits that correctly. Versus this movie that I'm like, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's harder for him to wiggle out of it and do his stupid so shit. He's giving him money and then go ahead, go do what you need to do. And he's just yeah. fucking, he's fucking doing whatever he wants. To yeah, do. which we've talked before where Netflix kind of does that, where yeah. they're like, oh, we're very hands off. We're very, you know, creator first because we want the name so that way people will come and, and feel their, you know, vision is respected or yeah. whatever. But then it's like, you realize who you're doing that with, though, <laughs> sometimes, but right? They don't, but they don't, but that's going back to what Mike was talking about, about how, like, who's this movie for? Netflix is promoting this movie as, like, a kid's movie. Absolutely. It and is. That's, and that's yeah. what going in, I was like, all right, well, maybe I'll just, it'll be just some kind of, like, like honest, because I know that one of the kids is from Nickelodeon shows, is from, like, uh, uh, yeah, the, 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 yeah, I, I keep it's, wanting to call him Darius, it's but it's Darius. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he he's the haunted something. I don't know. My kids watched it. But <laughs> oh, because he's on Game Shakers and Henry Danger. He's on multiple right. Nickelodeon Can you imagine, deals. Like, so I, I sit down and I'm like, "Hey, Veronica, my my 12 year old, let's yeah, watch yeah. this." You know, you remember? Oh, I remember from the haunted. What? I can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, let's watch it. And then like I and I'm like, uh, immediately. Let's stop. Yeah. <laughs> Put it in my box. What? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> By the way, uh, what five minutes later when they're on that. And the emergency broadcast thing, they all have their phones out. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like, it was literally, they do all these things because they're just like, you know, it would be funny, like this really thing. And then, like, there's no continuity. Nobody cares. Or, or like nobody's. When, or when Darius is like, oh, this is the next 7 Eleven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was but awesome. he also knows who Werner Herzog is. I, I know. Yeah. No, yeah. It, it's very, like, mixed. And, and also, Gabriel knows. 
Anne has seen Grizzly Man? Or what, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Grizzly Man. Yeah, he says, you ever seen the yeah. end of that movie? Yeah. yeah exactly. And they quote Gladiator, the entire quote from Gladiator. Not to yeah. mention. No well, seen these movies well, at that stage. To, to add to that, because obviously that's, and again, another name that I keep probably getting wrong is uh, Shinshin. Is that certain? I purposely it's, didn't it, say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Z-H-E-N-Z-H-E-N. So, yeah. She... She doesn't speak for the first 35 minutes of the movie. Yeah. And then on that, she does a gladiator quote as her first thing that she says. So immediately I'm thinking, oh, is this like... I've seen in other probably 80s movies where they only speak... In movie quotes, right? Right, in movie quotes. Or even like uh, Better Off Dead where like the Asian guys only speak like Howard Cosell because they only know America (laughs) through Howard Cosell. (laughs) Like stuff like that. And I was like, oh, it's going to be like that. And then immediately, two minutes later, she's speaking full fluent English and with no thing. And I'm like, well, then the quote doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense for the moment. So I'm like, again, just another flaw in a million flaws it, of this it, movie exactly. there's like i have so many like things that i've written down here that i'm just kind of like i mean, why bother like kind of like, like <laughs> i love the fact like again i'm gonna go because again this they're trying to be a kids movie you know everything in my kids school is about bullying don't yes bully, be nice to everyone but right. camp you're gonna be the chicken shit at camp are you yep. like, well, yeah. we, don't, we don't care about yeah. that with a guy who has a flask like again like he's you were saying well, out American Center. He's kind of an Andy, but he's right. just an Andy without any charm, class, or good looks. Uh, you know, like there's just nothing to him right. whatsoever. He's just a drunk, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> you know, so like this is what I'm saying. Like every camp counselor, if you if you boiled each of them down, they're all awful people. Yeah, and they're except that one guy who was just trying to get him to be in Fiddler on the Roof or whatever. But he, uh, even then, oh, it's like yeah, okay. they're all so enthused to see him and know him. Like they know these people. It's like he's never been here before. Like no, like some yeah. of these kids have never been here, and especially considering they did the most annoying thing that I hate with kids movies where like this isn't a kids oh, movie yeah well <laughs> even pseudo kids movies like this where they try to make every character have a sob story yeah. that it's it's usually like it's more effective if like a certain kid is good at something and then there's another one who has like the sob story and then like you, you develop different versions to try to get them all to be this cohesive unit and they're never that right ever and the only person who has any talent or at least presumably is Alex and they kind of sort of do that with Jinjin and like but it doesn't make any sense why None of it makes or sense. how like yeah <laughs> but like even from the get like she is an orphan right who sneaks into the country who sneaks into the country how'd you pay for a flight from Asia I can't afford a flight from Asia how the hell do you get on that flight and then gets through customs in like the dumbest way possible yeah. Just like, and yeah and then she wants to go to this camp because she had a brochure. I'm like, wh- wh- they're advertising yeah. in paper form in <laughs> Asia for a camp that's in California. Mm-hmm. Who's this camp? What is this camp? Like, why is it so popular? The world, right? Andrew. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> what is this thing too? Like, you have all these. Uh, all four of them come from backgrounds of either not having a parent or about to lose a parent. Okay. In some fashion. Yep. And. But except for Gabriel, because he's just apparently. Well, no, his, he says his mom doesn't want to see him or something. Right. But I'm saying he wasn't a camper. That's where I was he's going. He's the most well dressed juvenile delinquent. Yes. I've ever yeah. seen. Well, I was going to say, which is funny because, again, that first sequence you see him, he calls him a wood hobo or woods hobo or yeah, something yeah. like that. I'm like, yeah. he looks better than most kids <laughs> that you're surrounded with right now. Hey, guys. Yeah. And I, I yeah. So that doesn't make any well, sense. So I'm like, yeah. is this camp expensive is it exclusive what the hell is about this camp because apparently the super rich kid mm-hmm. goes there that well obviously you know he's supposedly their whole family's yeah, crumbling who whatever who yeah, no, yeah. I, I feel like like if you if you had mick g here you had zach stents here and you, or you had the producers here and you're like hey man and you just laid it all out right right like, hey man why can't you just enjoy it and have fun it's oh, like, yeah. and i, I, I think hate this that entire movie is banking on your 80s nostalgia to just excuse everything else yeah like, but if well okay well if we're if we're saying that what 80s movies are we thinking about if that's the case, because to me, unless you're talking, like you said, maybe a Goonies thought well, stand by me uh, or stand by, stand by me for Kit Vine. Sure. But like 
they're but they're not in any of the same tone or vein or like the, right. the even the mission sense is kind of convoluted well, they're actually ripping off like he says it they're ripping off independence day it's all 90s yeah, yeah it's all it's 90s, 90s summer school yeah. park the four kids oh the jurassic be, park scene is way obvious yeah. the four yeah. kids are only there to be stranger things it's like a four like much. a bunch of people got in a room and said all right here's what audiences like this is what our, our, our metacritic ratings are like across the netflix yes. so we're gonna, unbreakable was really good because of glass so let's put a scene in there right, right. The pool. let's do you know the Jurassic Park scene. Let's get the four kids from Stranger Things up there. Right. Let's get Independence Day. Let's yeah. get um, what's that? Battlefield Earth. Let's get uh, let's get the scenes of that. It's all, it's all in there. <laughs> man, animals. One of the worst man, movies ever. One made. of the one. Yeah, probably it might be the no, worst. Yeah. To to that point, Butler. The um, when the the Zach Sense wrote this, he started this before Stranger Things came out, and he told he's like, "This is what I want to write," and his his uh, agents like, "Why are you gonna do that? Don't do that." And then like two thirds into this script, Stranger Things. Came came out and it was a hit and then they were lit so so yeah, yeah you get green lit they, netflix seems to do this in reverse all the time and and you're even seeing it now where post bird box they have that movie out now the, the silence yeah that's literally like even more of a ripoff of a quiet place than bird box was yeah. and they were just like yeah fuck it green light it. it's gonna do like the same idiots who watch this one will watch you're, that you're one home. you're not you're gonna sit around floating around you're gonna just Oh, start this. Yeah, that's playing. I'll just Pretty much. Yeah. So they're all almost like Netflix mockbusters. Then they're almost Kinda. like that, like Aladdin made by this company you've never heard of coming out, coinciding with Aladdin. Because right, right, you can watch it. Yeah, it's so it's uh, some of those like bargain bin things that you know like come out imitation stuff that like yeah. you just find you know in the VHS bin for fifty cents after a while like those movies that just come out because they're just clear- clearing stuff. the show yeah transmorphers yeah. <laughs> well so I don't know and I'm I'm just gonna guess here yeah the ratings so this movie they they got this movie it's a TV fourteen it shouldn't be it should be a TVM sure. But you, they don't get an MPA rating because they're never going to release this th- in the theaters, right? A lot of things I've noticed, I only see the ratings a lot of times if I'm only watching on my laptop. Really? Like, even when I watch it on Apple TV, I never see the actual ratings come up. It's always, I only it, notice it, if I watch When you go to the page, it's usually under the bottom neck. It's usually next to how long it is. Right. But I'm wondering if, because they never, okay, this movie's just going to go straight to Netflix. Right. So technically it's TV. It only has to have the TV rating. They sure. don't have to worry about an MPAA rating. So they right. don't have to worry about cutting to sure. get down to that. So I'm wondering if like, if this was brought to the MPAA, Mick G was like, I want this in theaters. They would get an R. They would absolutely, yeah, absolutely get, an get an R. Yeah, absolutely get an R. Yeah. It's funny because it's like, you know, it's super bad without being clever with the humor too in terms of like a kid's I'll, on a mission I'll tell type you what of thing too. Is. It's any movie that you like. Minus you liking it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. Yeah. And that's kind of sometimes the the or the victims of the algorithm, kinda of like how you were yeah. you were voting on these things too, where it's like, Oh yeah, here's here's a list of things that are working right now. What do we have that are is in semi production or you know, or that didn't uh, a lot of these times we end up finding in the research for a lot of these movies that it's like, oh, Paramount finally dropped this movie, so oh, Netflix went yeah, du- yeah. dumpster diving and 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 took this movie out from ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Bird Box was, you know, from like oh nine or something, you know, and again based on a book. So they're like, oh yeah, no, this isn't a copy of A Quiet Place. This was in development for all this. They copied us. It's like it's so easy to say, and I'm sure this has a similar story same vibe too where it's like oh it was an older idea we're not ripping this off we were actually ahead of the curve but nobody believed in us you know this yeah, stupid I, stuff I still don't. yeah exactly <laughs> i'm glad nobody <laughs> believed in you well we haven't talked about i mean i we haven't even talked about the aliens like the effects Ugh. yeah the effects are very cartoonish I, like it's, yeah. it's 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 you know a lot of times netflix when they want to put the budget behind things you know it, it, they're pretty good uh sometimes with the, with actual cgi but a lot of times they do operate almost like a tv budget where it's like it's good but good for tv it's not like right. good for you know an actual like movie that should be out in theaters mm-hmm. this you, this follows the same suit where it's like you know sega genesis graphics you know <laughs> for, for a lot of the, i felt like i was playing doom you know, watching this movie because some of them have that level. Like even the the face stuff is a little bit better because it kind of had that venom carnage kind of effect or the how the face oh, kind of separates in the right. Like yeah, too. 
Oh, <laughs> another movie that I hate so much. Oh, better than Blade. Fuck you. Isn't that Del Toro? Did he do two? Blade two. I think that's him. I don't know. Did he? Blade two is way worse than Blade one. Oh, what are you talking about? Those things are Blade scary. one's better. Blade two is a dance party. Watch Blade one again. I have watched Blade one again. Blade, Blade one. Watch Blade again. Blade original. Blade classic. <laughs> They're both not as good. They're both terrible. The Blade three is the worst. Well, I'm yeah. Say that. <laughs> you but, think? Okay, so in Blade three, when, when she <laughs> finds out that everyone's dead, and he's standing behind her, and he's like, "Use it." Yeah. Use it. Yeah. What? All she right. Just found her entire family dead. <laughs> Use it. I'm not saying it's a good movie. Good. I just think it's better than two. Is it Rim of the World good? No. Uh, <laughs> Rim of the World is so bad. We're talking about Blade Three over Rim of the World. So I think that says something. That's true. That's for true. for for big uh, Nomcast fans out there, I in a previous episode for Polar. I don't know if either of you watch Polar. I've seen Polar. Okay. Mads Mikkelsen movie. Still on my list. I haven't Come gotten on, to it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mads Milkison movie that's based on a comic book. The opening sequence in that movie yep. looks like it's a McGee movie. Yeah, like it, al- almost the whole movie does. Quite, quite honestly, Doesn't and have the that connection, it. right? Exactly, yeah, but it does have that like. Well, he does this a lot in the babysitter. He doesn't do it really here, where like he'll just pop up with like names of somebody uh, yeah, or like like graphics of shit. things on, on the screen. Like I in the babysitter, he does that. And he does like, it a it's lot, like, but it's but, but he does that like an hour into the movie. It's like if you, yeah. that's your movie, uh, do it. In the, he, I'm telling you, he doesn't because that was one of my things. It's like if that's your movie, put right? It, put it in the beginning. Don't just suddenly pop up with this right. shit like ha- at, towards the end of the movie. I felt like it was earlier like, than that. I, feel like <laughs> I watched it this afternoon, Mike. I think. No. Uh, get a job. Yeah. <laughs> I was off today. God damn it! I earned it. Uh, but you know, I don't know that that whole sequence, the opening sequence in Polar. Mm-hmm. I, I remember remarking, "I'm like, it's like McGee, and I'm not using that in a complimentary way." <laughs> I didn't think you were. And well, I mean, I, that's what I said at the time. And and this movie, oh, that movie was also directed by a former music video director yeah. that is the same kind of backstory that McGee has. And I wonder if it's just you just don't let that shit go. Because even the music videos that McGee was known for, like, those videos are some of the worst songs, the ones I hate so much. Like, he was a staple of Smash Mouth. He was a staple of the worst Offspring songs to come out of the 90s. So the, the, he... Did he do the one? He did the video where they're in basically where they shot Back to the Future in the Universal lot. Did he do that one? For for which artist? For um, Offspring. Didn't they do? Didn't they have one where they shot? They shot in the back lot of Universal Studios where because you can tell it's that because they shoot yeah, this yeah. movie at the back lot of Universal. They shoot it at the back in the Back to the Future on, on that green. Oh really? Yeah. Hmm. No, I I don't remember okay. well enough. I guess because I know he did the. Uh, why don't you get a job video? And he did the pretty fly for a white guy video. I think why don't you get a job is is yeah. shoot that. I think that's what okay. I think yeah. I, I oh, those songs just <laughs> just irk me so my, bad. Those are always on my nineties. And of course he Spotify, did man. Smash Mouth All Star Video, which was basically that's what I was kind of thinking when I said the comment about the opening to Polar. Yeah. It kind of had those colors that like. You feel like everything's in Miami when it's wherever it is. Like it yeah. always just has those colors that they try to invoke, that teal look, whatever. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, speaking of color toning, what the fuck is up with this movie? Oh my god! To where Every it, time it changes, right when the aliens start to attack, they made yeah, everything sepia yeah, for it's no a reason. Sepia tone movie. No, now we're in L.A. Now it's blue. Right, For yeah. no reason. I figure, okay, sepia, because they put the EMP up in the air. Right, sure. And I was okay. I mean, it, right. it was cheesy and hackneyed. Right. And an amateur could do it. But then they go to LA and it's blue? Why? Right. Why yeah. is it blue? There's no purple. reason for the color tone changes. I thought it was because the attack just started. I thought there was maybe some mothership that was kind of like obscuring the sun or there was something yeah. to where like it was going to be this and i think that's the problem right. we're thinking uh in terms of logic exactly <laughs> there is none well, absolutely feel, none I, i'll tell you what I'll, i have a logical i think that they ran out of money and then they went to a, <laughs> and, and, and then they went to adidas and adidas was like you want oh the money? my god you that need to put sequence all your oh my god in the, in mannequin skywalker adidas. oh my god like they changed clothes like three times and i'm like why are we changing clothes here like why did we yeah. suddenly change where did you get you you got these bikes out of the shed and you changed clothes Where'd they get the yeah. onesies, Mike? Where'd they get the I, onesies? Why are you getting the pajamas? <laughs> yeah. I also want to know if Alex can't ride a bike, but then he was 
super confident that if it wasn't a stick, he could have driven a classic <laughs> 70s hot rod. Well, I question Which his- also, why is that car in the parking lot, which apparently was identical to the one that his... I, like, when that happened, I was like, oh, maybe the dad is still alive. Maybe there's he's something to it. <laughs> right, like, maybe he's Dr. Felding, like, or Fielding, whatever, like this guy that they have to go find. I'm like, I'm having all these things that actually make sense or at least would make the movie slightly better. No, they do none of it. Instead, they're just like, yeah, I know this, this car. Isn't it cool? So, so <laughs> I'm questioning. So basically their house burns down. Yeah. The father dies. Yeah. Cause Alex can't move and that's fine. Right. They get the insurance money and the mother goes and buys 45 screens to put in his room. Yes. <laughs> he is the, uh, what was the, the name of the guy in matrix that they spoof all the time. And the, oh. with, the architect. Architect, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's now the architect just looking at all these screens. Just oh, like maybe he's this living. is a prequel. Maybe this is that's what Yeah, maybe they're actually living in the Matrix. In. That's why this is all a simulation. <laughs> and then the thing goes back to when, uh, you know, he could save his dad now. And he'll, ugh. <laughs> why am I writing that's, this? That's the best for you. That's the best for you. Okay. Hey, Andrew, what would you think? Room of the world? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's going on the little blurb. Nice. Uh, yeah. Do you now? I don't know if you. I, you might be too young for this. So I was writing my notes up because I feel like I need to say this because I always remember this. And I'm yeah. writing my notes up and I'm like, okay. And I start writing Adidas out and I'm like, I don't remember how to spell it. Do you know how to? Do you know how I remember how to spell Adidas? The corn song. No, 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 no. Because uh, it's all day I dream yeah, about yeah, sex. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I always remembered to spell Adidas. Yeah, <laughs> that's ridiculous. It's so, the only way to do it. Ridiculous. Did you, did you remember? Did you know? That? If you're a suburban white kid, that's all you need. I, I did not know <laughs> that. I, so I, that's how I learned it when I was like, I, I want to say maybe middle school, probably 12, 13. And I, that's mm. how I, that's how I knew. I was just sitting there like, yeah, oh, y'all did. No, there's not two D's in that. What the hell? <laughs> so wait, you were doing that pre-corn? Oh, yeah. Pre-corn. Oh. Yeah, I learned that when I was a kid. Yeah, see, corn was right in so the sweet spot for off. me. <laughs> Because that song is probably ninety six. I feel like I want to. I feel like I want to research that now because I wonder where they got it. Because I do right. remember. Because I remember some kids. Did you go to high that. school with Monkey and Fieldy? Or <laughs> and I went to West Haven. I yeah, know. <laughs> I know. Me too. Sad state of affairs. Well, actually, you went to private school. Though. Notre Dame. Yeah. yeah. Green Knights. See. You're like the guy with the, uh, the kid with the mansion. You public school guys. I, I, I was guys. tree hobo. <laughs> I, went, I, I went to public school. My parents yeah, didn't want me. I wish I was rich I'd be making jizz jokes. <laughs> Although living in those woods seemed pretty swanky. I don't think he was living in the woods. I think he, I don't know. He just hanging I, I around. Again, again. Yeah, I just I lived near here. Because I don't think anyone else did. I don't know. And so this kid just shows up. Where's he from? Juvie. Why? I don't know. He just shows up. Right. He's wearing designer label clothes and pants. Right. He's great. Looks good. Looks good. He's like a, he's a Latino uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. That's what we need here. Right. He does look like Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, good for him. He's probably going to go far now. Sure. I think some of those kids are probably decent if they had something uh, to work with. I but feel like it wasn't any of the actors' fault. Oh, of course not. Yeah. I thought the acting was pretty, you know, spot on. They yeah, did sure. a decent job. And, and at least they have, a lot of them have some track record, so you can kind of go back and be like, oh, no, they were good in these right. other things, to kind of be like, oh, they're not a shit show. Well, this I, movie's a shit well, show. I think the kid that played Gabriel, uh, Alessio. He had Delgado. nothing. I think yeah. this is his first movie. Yeah, he but, had like, nothing. You know, no, no, please, I don't, you know that. Well, like you said, the, the one kid, Darius... Uh, had the had the Nickelodeon stuff plus like right. get all, uh drive along, what's that ride along ride along ride along uh, the Ice Cube Kevin Hart movie uh-huh. like I guess he's the young version of one of them or something. Is that oh okay no, no all right all right yeah and then the lead kid Alex uh, was in Billions for a little bit and I, I guess no, he's I, also in the Kids Are All Right that's out I'm now seen Billions too. yeah I, I want to but it's, let me guess he plays Damian Lewis's either younger self oh I would think so right I, I don't know that but that, yeah I mean like especially when I, so, it's so funny like uh, the guy calls him a ginger nugget and they're like you can't call him that and I think like I don't know. Maybe a few minutes later, they call him some other redheaded slur instead yeah, and no. say absolutely nothing about it. Chicken shit. Out of the yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and like they climb. I don't. I don't know too much about safety harnesses and zip lines. But like, is that how it works? They just slap you on there. Okay, go ahead, climb. Climb four stories. Kinda. Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? It's it's not that different. I mean, like they kind of just get you up there and yeah. You know, okay. It's like going off the high dive, man. It's it's. 
whatever. I'm not saying I went to adventure <laughs> camp, Mike. Oh, I, uh, but, well, I yeah. know that. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we're the indoor kids doing a movie <laughs> podcast? Yeah, it's exactly Whoa, 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 whoa. I've done outdoor activities. <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, did you like anything about it? If you bring up college ball, I'm not going to. I didn't play know. college ball. I never said that. Didn't you? No, I went to play and then I, I didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. I drank too much. <laughs> <laughs> But you were at UMass or something, right? No, or Marist. UMass. I Marist? went. To, I went to Marist to go to Marist. Then okay. I left Marist to go to this school in Pennsylvania to play. Okay. D three, and then like the coach wasn't there anymore. Right. It was weird. And, then and you played in Lithuania for a year. <laughs> then, I, then I then I went to play for the New Zealand Breakers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I felt like I interrupted. <laughs> I just, I'm, or, I'm, I'm looking through. I'm, I'm trying to say both because he was texting. He watched this today as well. Okay. And he was texting me. He's like, "I'm ten minutes in and this sucks." Oh, I, yeah. I had a moment forty five minutes in where I was like shaking to like put it back on. <laughs> well, he tells me the other day. He's like, "I just watched it." And I'm like, "Is it at least short? Is it at least short?" He goes, "Yeah, it's ninety eight minutes." I'm like, "Oh, thank God, merciful God!" And he goes, "Right." But it feels long. <laughs> and I'm watching it. I'm like. I've got to be fucking done. I got to be close to done. Yeah. And I look. I, I press pause on my Xbox. I'm like, no, it's only been an hour. No, <laughs> no. What? Yeah. What's left to do? I know. Uh, so if I'm going to say what I like, ooh, tell <laughs> ooh. me. I'm interested if you like that. I one. like Ben McCurries. Uh, McCurries. I don't know how to pronounce his Who? name. Which uh, one? The composer. Oh, oh okay. I, I like the music. The music's okay. pretty well done. And the kid actors, they do generally seem like they they. To have a good time together, and they're sure. they're decent actors. Yeah, and they could be all right in oh, different listen, circumstances. If I'm their age and yeah. I'm doing this movie, I'm having a blast too. Oh, absolutely. So if I'm their age and I'm doing, oh this yeah, movie, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. A good totally, time too. yeah. Absolutely. And that's it. That's oh, it. Yeah. I like that Annabeth Gish got some got some work again. Yeah, I was like gonna X-Files. say, I like, you're old. like, did you like <laughs> her like <laughs> since like Mystic Pizza and all that stuff? Uh, and, I remember Mystic Pizza, yeah. yeah. But I also remember her from X Files. That's where I'm yeah, more yeah, newer too. Yeah. I think what I write down first. When you so, get older, you watched. Did you, you watch Haunting in Hill House too? <laughs> the the mini the Netflix no, mini series no, 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 that kind of blew up. Which one? Haunting in Hill House. It was like out last year, maybe. What was the the one? It was like their second one where they're like vampires and werewolves. And it was, who did that one? Monster Squad? (laughs) No. Oh, (laughs) I know what you're talking about. What was that? The Howling or the, it's God awful. Isn't Eli Roth, was that his? I I believe so. This is on Netflix? Yeah. He didn't write, he's just executive producer. It was like their second series after House of Cards. I want to say it was called The Howling. Oh, okay, yeah. I think it's called The Howling. No, The Howling's that movie. Uh, Then Oh, man. Either way. Well, you can also say that about Teen Wolf. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Oh, that's man. the show. I was watching like, Teen yeah. Wolf the other day. Like the movie or the. Yeah, okay. Like, yeah. Not the TV show, though. <laughs> I don't know if you're hanging out with your kids watching Teen that, Wolf. I'm going to tell you, that is 80s, as 80s gets. Oh, yeah. Oof. Any movie where. I, I always forget the actor's name, but the guy who was in Pee Wee's Big Adventure, the fat kid. Oh, the uh, guy that should have been on the basketball team? Who looks with? like he's 45. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. You know, the heavy kid. Yeah, he's in yeah. Teen Wolf, too, as well. Yeah. Starring Jason Bateman. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Bateman. He, he's an interesting career. Jason Bateman? Yeah. He's good. I know. He keeps surviving no matter what he does. He's good, but he, he doesn't he's pick movies like Room of the World. I'm bringing it back. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to bring it all the way back. I, I'm curious to know what your guys' feeling is on McG as a whole. Because, oh, man. I mean, first of all, do either of you like anything he's done? Well, he did Rush Hour, right? No, no that that's, who am I thinking? That was, uh, that's Brett Ratner. Brett Ratner. Yeah. I get them confused. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind. Of, well, that's it's, all right. It's not that far off, I guess. Um, well, Be- I, I didn't mind the babysitter, but I do like I did like We Are Marshall. Yeah, I, I I think, and to be honest, I didn't mind the first Charlie's Angels. No, I don't. See, here's the thing. I don't. I know everyone like hates on them. Yeah, but, like they were absolutely supposed to be popcorn candy. Like that's sure. how they were supposed to be. The second one, it goes a little too far. Yeah, but. I mean, Chris McGlover is ridiculously yeah, uh, insane. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I don't. No, I don't mind. Just that. the screaming that he does in that movie <laughs> is outrageously grabs, is good. It's the first one. Or the second one. He gets her hair. He cuts her hair. Is that yeah, the second I th- one. Or I, the first one. Uh, I feel like, like that's in the first it? one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is the second one or is uh, both Justin Thoreau? Thoreau wrote both of them, right? Didn't he write the first one? He writes a lot of good he stuff. Does. Like he no, he did really Tropic Thunder, yep. which is great. I and, love that movie. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. Uh, and then he also uh, co-wrote Zoolander too. I think. Yeah, no, he's a really good writer. Yeah, he's yeah. he's got a lot of good stuff. No, I, I mean, Charlie's Angels are. I I going into them, I knew what they were, yeah. and I was yeah. you know I was I was into them, so I don't mind. Yeah, I, if, if I watched them even again, full throttled, like it's not good, and no. it's definitely a step down. But it doesn't 
bother me. Not this movie bothers me. Agreed. And like there are certain ones. Even I guess now considering where the Terminator series has gone, oh, Salvation gosh. is flawed and it's not good, but at least like Bale props it up enough to where it's not that bad. But as a story, it's not great. Listen, T two is T two is probably it's one of the best movies ever made. Exactly. Yeah. And you could have just stopped there. You didn't yeah. need to No, for sure. Yeah. I mean three with Claire Danes, right? And who's the other oh, guy? Um, not Renfro. What's no. a what's a Nick Stahl. Nick Stahl. Yeah, his career stalled. Well, <laughs> well he got that because he was from in the bedroom. Yeah, about, which he's really good. Yeah, he is. Really that's a really good and movie. Then, yeah. And then, like, yeah, and then he just kind of. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Yeah, and that franchise, basically anything that Cameron doesn't fully involve himself with is yeah. just trash. Well, Terminator Three has that scene where they're on the road with the truck. Right? Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. good scene. That whole action yeah. scene because that's directed by Mastow, who did U five seven one. Oh, okay. He's from Connecticut, which I like U five seven one. I like U five seven one too. I actually like Terminator Three. That's why I'm being quiet. Come on. It's not true. Yeah, so the McGee thing. I just like, looked at his IMDb. I like nothing he's done. <laughs> really? Not a, not a goddamn thing. There's so like the movies that I wrote down are like his thing is the Charlie's Angels series, Terminator Salvation, We Are Marshall, The Babysitter, Three Days to Kill, which is boring as hell. Three the Kevin the Costner movie where he's oh. like a hitman thing. Is that the one where he's like a hitman inside of a convict? Or something, or a convict. I don't remember enough. Hit, I t- it was yeah. so boring. It I turned it off. Theater. Was that yeah. what that one is? Where he's brutal. like, where he's like a serial killer, or he's and they put someone's brain into him. No, no. That one, that one's like it's someone's name is the title. No, of no, no. The, I, the I, Mr. Holmes. No, Mr. Brooks is Mr. Different. Brooks. Mr. Brooks is he's Mr. Brooks is good. Okay, but Mr. That's on our list. That is on the list. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Brooks is he is a serial killer. But there was a movie okay. I think it, where he's like either a convict or something, and he's got somebody's brain inside of him. He's got somebody's essence. I don't know. Man. I don't know. I, it's a, it's a I don't know. Don't look at Kevin Costner's like, got I'm, a weird career too. I don't know what movie. Exists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But then he also has This Means War, which, g- good cast, but the movie is so bad, yeah. um, which is kind of a McG thing where it's like these star-studded <laughs> things, except for this movie, apparently. And, uh, you know, even The Babysitter, I thought that was, like, really well casted. Like, all those people really brought the I performances. what works for The Babysitter is that it's a, not a small budget, but it's a small cast. It's a small location. It's nothing. It's not trying to be, like, a big thing. It's, right. Like, it's localized. And We Are Marshall has a lot of, I mean, it's the, it's a movie that has a lot of emotion already attached to it because it's a true right. story. So you have to almost like get out of the way of that story. Yeah, it kind of I mean? followed on the on the on the Remember the Titans trail too. Right. Like uh, it kind of had that same vibe, mm-hmm. but just less Disney effect, I guess. Uh, maybe. They, I mean, they weren't dancing and singing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> singing at a funeral we or whatever. Are the <laughs> yeah, I remember the song. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. Uh, there's there's not a lot to him, and then obviously his schlocky music videos that should have forecasted this entire career and to be honest the most success if you want to say it is when he kind of just picks a project to prop up like he's done a lot of executive producing and and script stuff for like television that can do like lethal weapon and he did a lot of supernatural uh which obviously has had a odd career of being this long i never saw that coming but like Mm -hmm. he's been on a lot of the the CW stuff, he like probably it, knows he knows good content, and he yeah. probably he probably works well with the studios, and he yeah. gets the job done, and like you know, and that's I mean, when you, if you're a studio and you're looking for somebody not to give you a hard time and to get get what you need done, yeah, he I seems to be a, like a, a true hired gun, sure. like like if uh, you know it, any of those movies, like obviously Charlie's Angels happened, but there was a lot of that, like let's make a '70s TV show and do a thing. Like the Dukes of Hazard ones came out, and then Starsky and Hutch came out. Uh, so he had a lot of those. I can imagine him directing all of those if that was available to him. But you know, that, that's kind of his thing. It's just let me ham this thing up. He, it, the thing is, he knows who he is. I feel like, but. Most of the time, I don't want it. <laughs> and I, and again, fair. like uh, a lot of these movies, 
sometimes I'm into it because it's like that's what you want from this, and that's how I felt about Charlie's Angels. That's how I felt about the Babysitter. The Babysitter at least takes the tone and runs with it pretty mm-hmm. well. Yeah. And ironically, you guys did on your podcast, which we will promote. Yeah. Uh, of course, Forgotten I mean, that's, Cinema. That's not why we're here. You guys did. <laughs> you guys led with the Burbs. Yes. Yep. And I felt a lot of kind of the Burbs vibe with the Babysitter, to yeah. be honest. Like, yeah. it kind of has Suburbia. that 80s, like, yeah, where it's like something's weird going on, and then, you know, let's ham it up in spots and let's do this weird kind of like defense and and the end of that movie uh for, yeah we're gonna spoil multiple movies for you here <laughs> are we spoiling yeah. the burbs that you're saying no i was gonna oh, spoil the babysitter oh, right, right, where right. it's like the end of that movie where he literally drives a car into his house like <laughs> like flipping in the air it's like that's very 80s hoagie let's you know license to drive yeah, yeah absolutely it's all those it's and I, actually that kid i kind of saw like a little bit of a Corey's thing with him Hopefully like he kind of has no, it yeah. well not the drug Did addiction or the drive? yeah Nice. I hope he doesn't have a pet monkey or an old <laughs> weird friend that uh, he, he shouldn't be around. But, yeah, there's a lot going on. But that movie, I think, is a lot better than this one. So, you know, I'll just chalk this one up to he doesn't work well with children or uh, that well, See, the he... children do a good job. I think it's more the writing than anything. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I don't blame the children. I blame his use of all of these things. I just think it was bad on the page probably beforehand because there's nothing yeah. that like they did structurally even that I was like, oh, if this performance was better, it would have done this. It was dead dead I, on I, arrival. I think if, if you took out all the the non-kid stuff, the non-kid movie stuff, like the cursing sure. and the and the sexual innuendo and, and all that stuff, and it was just a straight-up kids movie on Nickelodeon, right. I'd have no problem with this movie because that's what... I know that's Yeah, this is an hour-long kind of like special right. episode or something. It's on yeah. Nick. It's on Disney Channel. Okay, yeah. fine. Right. But it's like you want that, but then you want to do this. Right. It's kind of like hard R, hard PG-13 yeah. movie, and like... I mean, I get it. Kids want to see that. Right. We have kids that come into the theater all the time that want to see Reddit our films. Sure. Which we're probably going to have this coming weekend with yeah. Ma. And, um, Ma? The one with Octavia Spencer. Uh, Spencer, where she like has the kids over to, to yeah, they, 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 she invites them over to their house to drink, and then she ends up starting to like drug them and oh, God. sex with them and stuff like that. See, at least I thought you were going to say something like, positive about like oh book smart is starting to do better and like people want to go see that because they're just slightly underage i know or that, that i know that that's like everyone will go see book smart goes don't see book smart here no one's no one's coming i know we weren't busy i i saw it on friday oh did you not yeah. like it I didn't no i liked it a lot you, but yeah. i was just saying like it wasn't exactly packed and i know yeah. how much it made over the weekend it's a shame it's a that's a weird that's a whole other conversation well, yeah, but I like i try it, to tell people like just because it's not busy doesn't mean it's not good no it, 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 yeah. they they were propping the movie up on the fact that it had like a hundred Rot Tomatoes score for, for a period of time and all that stuff too. I think it's a very good movie yeah. and I think Olivia Wilde should make more movies and it's that cast is really deep and really good and the comparisons to Superbad I understand especially because it's Jonah Hill's sister and all that too especially. Is that really but, her, his sister? Yeah. Much younger obviously oh, but yeah. obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but you can kind of see it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But she's good though. She's oh. really good. I like her in Lady Bird too. Yeah. But so, but I hope it does thrive. I hope it gets a second life somewhere to where they make more of these. But DVD. it doesn't. Yeah. Well, Netflix probably. Um. Well, well I don't know who owns it. But Annapurna. Probably. Oh wait, oh, that's owned Disney? by Fox, Disney right? Disney didn't buy Annapurna well, yet. Well, they own Fox Searchlight, okay, so, so I don't so know we'll if it's so, yeah. Plus yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it'll be on Hulu <laughs> oh, because right. Disney Plus will be more family oh, friendly. And then you think, move. I think they're just gonna combine them. You don't think that you think they're gonna combine? No, I think them? they're gonna use Hulu Plus for the adult stuff. Yeah, I, I think, think okay. like but all the properties. They're gonna kick out Universal. They're gonna kick out everybody who's not Disney. Yeah, they're gonna. Well, NBC Universal starting their own yeah. streaming app anyway. Well, that's gonna be ad supported. Contract and they can pass or play. Yeah, it's it's like a five year deal that they kind of like slow. Pull projects from because they're because I guess their point is they're going to slowly start to acquire their old stuff back from all the other don't syndication. They, don't they understand they're just eating up the same market? Yeah. It's not getting any bigger. It's all going to get really weird really soon. Like at least NBC Universal is making the right choice to be like, hey, it's free and it's ad supported. So at least so they're just like, 
they're not saying yet another thing that you have to worry about paying month to month right as opposed to like cbs all access where it's like oh you have all these shows that you're hyping up i'm never gonna see them because i'm not yeah. going behind a paywall to yeah. to see the new star trek or new twilight zone stuff. i mean not so. legally right well yeah i'm sure <laughs> no I'm, I'm above board mike this whole thing you know shut up <laughs> <laughs> Well, on that note, uh, well, Mike, I guess, Field, uh, I, <laughs> Mike Butler came out very nicely to say at least something positive. Do you have That's anything true, that yeah. you have you listed as positive stuff? from the movie? Because I don't. So you can feel free <laughs> to feel free to do it. Like everything, uh, I, you know. Do I have anything positive to say about this movie? Hmm. I like the Adidas on where it was very nice. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I like I said, there was glimpses of stuff that could have, like the whole stuff with his backstory, with Alex's backstory about his father passing away, trying right. to save him. I mean, but like they just kind of glance over. They glance over all the other kids' backstories, you, and, and even though they're all orphans and yeah, or losing a parent, like yeah. how, how do you just le- like kind of casually let it slip that it's like. Yeah, no, we're losing all our money, and my dad's going to jail, and it's like it's barely conveyed in that because you see the parents for two seconds; they don't even drive him to the camp. Yeah, you know, it's their butler who apparently you could still afford. (laughs) Like he's in he's in the Gabriel characters from Juvie for punching somebody because he's dyslexic and. Is it dyslexia? Because he dyslexia? okay. So because here's what I don't understand: he he's got the quote unquote a numbers issue where like when they're in that end sequence they're like trying to feed him the numbers and he's just got this anxiety about numbers, numbers? like but then like will ferrell in uh the house <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. yes exactly like that but then the kid who uh darius who uh, tarus you changed it i don't know, I don't know. it's darius 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 okay yeah. Apparently is based on some is legend a, of something. Really? That they say that in the movie. Oh, I don't you know might have fallen that. asleep at yeah. that point. <laughs> See, he has a habit of uh, falling. Did you this? I, no, wait, I did you watch this, this movie I did in watch one it straight through? Oh, you so suck. For our movies, <laughs> so for our yes. movies. I have the habit of falling asleep halfway well, I through. I think you said that about Triple Frontier. I did see. I did. Yeah, yeah. All, right, good. Yeah. All right. It's not just me. Yeah, no, no, no. You get to be an old man, Butler. Yeah, exactly. I get up early every day. Mike has five kids to feed. Uh, four dogs, <laughs> three kids. Bunnies. Yeah, Jesus. I know. We almost got chickens the other day, but we oh didn't. Oh, my God. I know. You need to stop. I, not me. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I have nothing yeah. good. Nothing good. All right. <laughs> well, well, something that is good is your guys' podcast. I, oh. I enjoyed it thoroughly. A lot of very detailed research, which I would assume is Mike Butler. Uh, yeah. Are you <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> Half the time it's like, Mike, did you see this movie? No. What? <laughs> have you have you gotten to the episode where I yell at him for not seeing True Romance? No, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Have you yeah. gotten the part where he asks everyone around me, have you watched True Romance? And everyone says no. I'm surrounded by idiots. Yeah, so... Oh. Jesus. Right? It's frightening. Right? That's exactly. a great movie. Thank Didn't you. it just have its We're anniversary, gonna have it too? We're going to have it. Yeah, you know what, Bob? We're going to go at it again. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Got this door and that's five you've people. Had a week, you've had a couple weeks to see it. Yeah. So no, I haven't seen it. <laughs> uh, would you consider that Forgotten Cinema? True I don't romance, think so. No. But what's funny is when we did Because the actors are too big in it? Well, what's well, I think- And the Tarantino effect? Maybe, but like when we did The Burbs, the, par- the first episode when we did The Burbs, specifically we did that because- it's so old and people right. just don't know about it. Simmons is old. I know, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's liar, liar, brother. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, listen, yeah. I, I, why don't, you know what? Describe our podcast. Go ahead. Okay. Our podcast, Forgotten Cinema, is a podcast about movies that, for whatever reason, seem to have been forgotten by audiences. Whether because, you know, another movie came out that overshadowed it, Story or right. because. It's a little older, and maybe audiences today, people, you know, my age or even younger, people born in like 2000. You haven't gotten around to watch it yet. They don't right. remember it, and everything new is being Fucking pushed on them, so they don't get to watch the older <laughs> stuff. Uh, the, anybody born after that is a Gen Z. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, so we try to we try yeah. to talk about movies that like it's, we we talk about movies before when we before we started the podcast, right? You know, I would always say like, "Hey, did you see this movie?" No, I haven't seen it. And then, "Oh, I saw that movie." Talk about it. And it's like right. nobody ever talks about like the movie Valkyrie, which just came out, right? Or uh, Stir of Echoes, which I always which I. Said that I thought was better than Sixth Sense. Um, 
Yeah, he's there, wrong. You no. there you go. There you go. Wrong. The this thing is, is wrong, I, Six Sense was such a phenomenon that it's cool. hard yeah. to to compete. And that but was the Valkyrie is of, a very good movie. Right, right. But that was the basis for Stir of Echoes, the reason why I got forgotten. If anything, if you want to do the Six Sense Stir of Echoes thing, it's kind of like the Valkyrie and Glorious Bastards thing. That's true. Where, because, you know, the the proverbial wet dream of like killing Hitler. It's like, okay, well, here's the reality version and here's the, you know, Quentin Tarantino That's version. That's what oh, I was talking to. Were we talking about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Was I was talking we to somebody have. and they were like, <laughs> and they were like, oh, I don't want to see it because you know what happens. I go, yeah, but if you saw Glorious Bastards, he kills Hitler in Inglorious Bastards. Right. So you don't know what You don't know shit. <laughs> you know, so yeah. And even the part that like, I guess you presumably know what happens, like with the Sharon Tate and the Manson right, stuff. That's what I'm like, saying, yeah. I hear that's not a lot of the movie. It's so not what the like, movie's about. The movie's right, about exactly. Rat Pitt, the, right, right, exactly. So that's more of the fictionalized we saw, version. We saw a, I would say, like a seven minute trailer, right? Cut by Quentin Tarantino. Right. And, and it was a lot of the movie. And it, yeah. it's the, and they show a lot of the fight between. Bruce Lee and Brad Pitt's character oh, Pitt throws him into one of the cars. Like, yeah, it's it, it's <laughs> nice. really good. Everyone's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like, yeah, fighting. yeah. So there was a lot of stuff they showed yeah. that we watched. That it's like we both were like, "I can't wait." For yeah, this exactly. Yeah, like I know that Avengers is three twenty. I wish that movie was three twenty. Mm, yeah. So, yeah. but that's our we'll but that's our podcast. We just talk about movies that people haven't seen and or so, forgot about or forgot about. And so, <laughs> tell them what you've done so far and what maybe you have on tap to come so through because I know you sent me a big old list so you guys have some future <laughs> thoughts already right. we did the burbs I know you're looking it up we did Legend of Tarzan the 2016 one right you did Scar Wanted Scar. right we did, did Wanted, Wanted 2008 starring James McAvoy bending bullets and stuff yeah, that's right <laughs> yeah. uh, we did Valkyrie which we just said what was the one we did before Valkyrie Stir of Echoes Stir of Echoes mm-hmm. What's the notes next week? Next week we got Sorcerer. Sorcerer. Did you see right. it with Roy Scheider and William Freakin? A long time ago. Yeah. We, we had that conversation yes. where it was yeah. like he, the amazing uh, th- three movie sequence for yes. William Freakin where yes. it was, you know, Exorcist, French Connection, and uh, and yeah. Sorcerer was the third. We, we try, we're trying to do a space of movies. Like, we don't want to just do movies from the same decade. Right. So we did Sorcerer. We're doing the movie uh, called The Star Chamber with Michael Douglas. Yeah, see, I haven't seen that one. There was a bunch that. on... on on the list that you yeah. sent me that I was like I know you saw House Party though oh yeah and House Party 2 with a pajama jammy jam that I you know I damn had that at my house dude I saw House yeah. Party 3 yeah <laughs> yeah I think I did too because I used to be uh, a video plus or Tommy K's junkie yeah. to where it was just whatever yeah. you know just Obviously, I'm also a completist to an unfortunate degree. <laughs> <laughs> it's like between the house party movies, watching all the Friday movies or any of the other mm-hmm. stuff. It's like, yeah, it's, it gets out of control. Yeah. What else we got? I uh, got Collateral. Collateral. That's yeah, a good that, movie. That's, uh, that's that's an interesting one for saying forgot. What's the what's the pitch saying on the forgotten? What, what are we end? Well, the pitch is that I it was such an inspirational movie for me. It was the first digital all digital film. Right. Right. Um. I just nobody really talks about it. Great performances from I, Jamie Foxx. I think it's just that you Tom don't yeah, you don't hear about it. And I think well, we're pitching movies. To Wasn't there an Oscar nomination for that movie though? For I can't remember. I, think I editing. thought editing. Editing. Wasn't Fox too? No. 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 Mm. no. But yeah, I, look it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look it up. I thought he had a bigger thing because uh, the interesting thing. I don't uh, know if he has a bigger. I thing. think he wins the. Well, no, being <laughs> that it was a bigger movie year. than maybe you think, or maybe I just liked it enough, especially because it's Michael Mann. Yeah. And it's got Tom he, Cruise, obviously. Well, he did that movie. And, he shoots, shoots it. Well, he didn't shoot all of it on digital. But he shoot most most of it on digital. Yeah. And then he did the Miami Vice movie. Right. That's when he started getting into like just yeah. using the digital camera. Right. right. I think we talk about how um, in that podcast we talk about how. Um, it makes the city its own character, the way he shoots the city. Yeah, yeah. the way you can light it because yeah. you don't need the extra artificial lights. Right. LA lights itself up so you sure. really get that right. that feel to it when it's the first one that really gets to do right. that. Yeah. So then, A lot of great action that too. And that's kind of like right at the turning point where Tom Cruise was kind of becoming more of an action star to, to an extent. Oh, Obviously, yeah. like Mission, Mission Impossible, Impossible was now. early 2000s. Where it started, but when he really started to He's like first, everything the was first him. Mission Impossible was ninety six. Oh, was it ninety six? Ninety six. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, because well, I I knew that yeah, they just had an anniversary too. Not too. Long. So yeah, I guess it was. Oh, yeah. But um, no. But obviously, like even where everything now it seems like he's doing between 
doing simultaneously the Mission Impossible sequels, Jack Reacher sequels, and yeah. and everything the in between mommy. is basically all right. Exactly, yeah. they're all action movies I think he's for him to get now. Them all in before he can't do them. Yeah, I which mean, would make sense. Approaching sixty. So that's basically what uh, Liam Neeson's doing too. Yeah, kinda. Like yeah, he said he's gonna keep doing them until he can't do them anymore, and then he's gonna do. Just other stuff. Then he's, I'm gonna do yeah. Basically, he's like, I was at the gym the other day, and I felt like I could do another three years. So he did like that was right before um, the last taken. He was like, I was gonna stop with this, and then I was at the gym going, you know, I could keep doing this a little longer. So Liam Neeson's like, I'm gonna do a few more action movies before I'm done. He doesn't do. He doesn't run a lot. He, he, I know. There's no running. It's just throwing. He's, yeah. he's really tall, so he gets yeah. away with it. He's imposing. That works. <laughs> Absolutely. But anything other stuff you guys want to plug, or is it? Oh, uh, you know what? You should because. I do forgotten cinema, but Butler over here is the savant <laughs> with the with the. Uh, Was it two player? Pro- what so I got it? I've got two other podcasts. Oh, okay, yeah. The- I'm not involved so. with these, so I don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I do have two player bros that I do with my brother Alex. Where right. We kind of go over, you know, the monthly video game news, previews, reviews on all different video game systems: Xbox, PlayStation, right. Nintendo Switch, PC. Uh, we don't do you really go to do GamerCon. We haven't really gone to the cons yet, but we probably will start going now that we're doing the podcast nice. with packs and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um. And we kind of do it in the format of like the old video game magazines they used to read growing right. up in like the early 90s. Like sure, the yeah. Game Pros and yeah. Nintendo Power. Nintendo Power, yeah. So you get the page flips between every section. You got the Q&As. Right, yeah. Contents. Um, so that's a, about a twice a month podcast. We try to do it bi-weekly. Okay. Um, and then I've got Crackle and Open that I do with my fiance, Elise, right. uh, where we talk about brews, news, and pop culture reviews. Very nice. Yeah, that's right. He hates yeah. it. He hates my favorite. <laughs> he pops his tagline on all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like in my face with it. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Uh, so we crack open a beer, a different craft beer, talk about the history of the brewery, talk about the style of beer, talk about the taste, talk about, you know, the can and bottle design, because I feel like that's really kind of an art design in and of yeah, itself nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then while we talk about that, we review it, we drink that, we talk about the latest pop culture stuff, so what's what's going on TV and movies and stuff like that, what we've right. watched and what's coming out. Yeah. Well, I listened to your last one, so tell them about, because you talked about your favorite beer. Oh, my favorite beer. So yeah. in the last one that we released, um, we did uh, Two Roads Geyser Goza, which is okay. a collaboration between yeah. Two Roads and um, Evil Twin Brewery. Okay. Uh, and that nice. was, um, that's a beer with uh, sea salt, kelp. It's a sour style beer. Wow. Uh, yeah. It sounded gross. It yeah. sounds gross. It was, I make the description. It's It was when I had it, it was the worst beer I've ever had in my life. Right. I had it at their road jam party. I had it out there. I was like, what the hell's a goza? All right. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. And my girlfriend's like, what do you think? You're drinking it pretty slow. I, I hate this. <laughs> this is the worst thing I've ever had. And you want to just get another beer? Yeah. I'll just drink this real quick. We got back in the line. Right. And I'm drinking it. And I go over, I order another beer and I drink the other beer and I, I turn to her and I go, you know what? I should have ordered another guy's a goza. <laughs> and the next week and a half, I just kept thinking about it. Like, God, I hope they bottle this. I hope they bottle this. I hope they bottle this. <laughs> and they did. And so now I keep drinking it, fearing for the day when the collaboration ends and they right. stop releasing it. This is it. like the plot of Love Potion number nine. It is, the, <laughs> it is the weirdest, saltiest, strangest beer you'll ever drink. Right. But God damn, do I love that beer. God. Yeah. That does not sound appealing whatsoever. It doesn't. It exactly, really doesn't. Right? I have to have right. people try it. Like I have to get in their face and be like, "No, listen, try a sip." Drink this it's literally drink. the Simpsons quote where it's like Mountain Dew or crap. Like, <laughs> it sounds like they combined it and made a beer. Oh, it's like, it is. It's like Slurm. From it is Slurm. Slurm. <laughs> Once you hear what's in it, you don't want it. Nice. As you're wearing the hypno toe shirt. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. As long as McKenzie comes out, he tries to give you the beer. Come on, man. <laughs> Just drink it. I'm under contract. I'm the slur McKenzie of this uh of the guys that goes that's not true. But once I get people to try it, they do, they do love it. It's just it's it's a tough sell when you're just describing it. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, that all sounds great, guys. Hopefully, uh my fans go and subscribe to you guys. It's very good Please. podcast. Uh and thank you guys so much for doing it. Thank you, thank for, you for having us, us, Andrew. Uh we're big fans. And I'll yes. I'll I'll sign your guys to the uh McG newsletter <laughs> that I get every month. Oh, and, excellent. Uh, you guys excellent. can uh, keep up on all the things that he's gonna ruin. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks guys. Bye.